welcome to our ninth episode. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing okay as well. Are you finished watching the Ruiz Royal Love in the Palace? Not yet. I'm on my sixtieth episode. Oh wow! You're almost there. Almost. Mm-hmm. So, what about you? Are you watching any new drama? No, actually, I am trying to rewatch Ruiz. Rewatch it. That's a good idea. I think you get new things when you rewatch it every single time. I know. It just breaks my heart, cause I know what's gonna、yeah. happen in the end. So、yeah. in the beginning, the emperor and Qing Yun、mm-hmm. be together.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes my heart breaks. So this week we are continuing our conversation on Ruiz's royal love in the palace. Yes. So this week we'll talk about Qing Mei Zhuma, which is childhood sweetheart.、Mm-hmm. That's Qingying and Hongli, and we'll also talk about the concubines from different countries. Yeah, and how the hair is so important for Chinese people in the old time. Yeah, and we'll also bring you the idea of Chinese herbal medicine and traditional Chinese powerful background families.、Mm-hmm. That's so much content. We'll we'll try to finish all、sure. the things in one episode. So Qing Mei Zhuma is an interesting four-character slang, which means childhood sweetheart. But in literal translation, Qing Mei is a fruit. Yep. So Zhuma is is called hobby horse. Hobby horse is a toy horse made by、oh. bamboo. Little boys in the Asian time pretending they are riding on a horse. Right. Okay. So. Green plums hobby horse. The green plums does green means they're young because when plums are green, it means that it's not ripe yet. Yeah, it's kind of like a girl thing, green plum. And hobby horse, just like you said, is a toy for children. So it has the boys, the young inside. The meaning of the young inside. Again, Chinese language. It's so hard. It's the hardest language in the world, and then there are so many meanings behind it. Delicate language. I'm so glad that I know it. I yeah, can understand. Yeah, Qing Mei Zhu Ma. So, which means childhood sweethearts, but it's more like a, a young couple who grow up as childhood friends. Yep. So in the drama. Of Rui, like we said in our last episode, Rui's previous name is Qingying. The same Qing, Qing Mei Zhuma, and Qingying shares the same Qing. And the Qianlong. Okay, so this is another complicated idea. Qianlong is the name for the emperor. We only refer he gets the name of Qianlong when he becomes an emperor, but his actual name is actually Hongli. And then Qing. Ying and Hongli are good childhood sweethearts. Yeah, and actually, Qing Ying Ying is like cherry blossom. Yep, sakura. Yep. But in the drama, Ruiz's favorite flower is plum, and is green plum. Yeah, and she she prefer green plums. <laughs> That is Qingmei. Maybe that's a hint. What? Yeah, I yeah I didn't think about this connection before you bring it up. Right. But anyway, the favorite drama was called Qiang Tou Ma Shang. Then here's the connection between Qingmei Zhu Ma, the hobby horse, and Qiang Tou Ma Shang also has the horse in it. Yeah, and Qiang Tou is actually like the place where you plant flower. Yeah. Yeah. So in the old time, the flowers always plant by the wall. Yep. So it's yep. like. 
the end of the wall or the top of the wall. Town hall. Mashang is like on the top of the horse. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what town hall mashang is about? Um, I kinda. Yeah. Like describe how a young girl meets a young boy. They love each other. They send love letter to each other. The boy asks, "Who's at the corner?" The girl is like smirking, like sneaking at the boy through the wall. And then the the boy asks, "Who's at the, Who's behind the wall?" The girl answers, "Tonight we'll meet at our back garden, backyard." Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that kind of yeah, that kind of romantic story. And then they the two meet meet up. And then the boy secretly lived in the girl's house for seven years. Wow, this this impossible in the old time. So they run away together, and after seven years of living at the girl's house, the girl's father finds out about this, separated the the couple. After a series of events, they finally get back together. And then. Started a family. And was it a happy ending or? It is a happy ending. Drama has a deep meaning of being rebellious to your parents. They didn't follow the traditional rules of set marriages. They have a freedom of love. They are very strong and persistent on finding love. So I think that's what Qianlong and Ruyi really want to do as well. But they are like kind of restricted by their position of an emperor and a consort. So that was Qingmei Zhuma. Mm-hmm. But the Qingmei Zhuma didn't really last long when Ruyi enters the palace. Yeah, the reality is Qingmei Zhuma won't last that long. Yeah, and especially if you're married to an emperor, the emperor has so many other concubines. Especially when the concubines are from overseas, this emperor just like she, he has so many curiosities towards people from overseas. Yeah, and in this drama, there's a few concubines from overseas. Yeah, where are they from? So there's two concubines from Mongolia. Ooh, Mongolia! In the drama, in that time, Mongolia was quite close to Qing Dynasty China. The country, yeah, and there was a princess from Mongolia. She was like, "I'm representing forty nine tribes from Mongolia." She, that's super powerful. If, if emperor, you do this, the forty nine tribes will sad because of your decision. We might not be friends with you. That kind of like forced the emperor. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. Because Mongolia was quite strong, and they were quite good at fight by riding horses. So Qing Dynasty, the emperor was trying to be friendly with them, so trying out to start a war between Mongolia and Qing Dynasty China.、Mm-hmm. Certainly, no one wants a war for Consort Jia. So Consort Jia is from Korea. Korea, Oppa, Salonghe. <laughs> She's from the Chosen. Chosen, yeah. So back to that time, Chosen was not that strong, and the king of Chosen sent Consort Jia to protect his country. I think we've talked about this, like why we sent princes out to other countries, and then we to to bound a stronger relationship between countries and countries.、Mm-hmm. And this is why certainly you get princes coming in. To your countries, like Consort Jia from Chosen, she's like an important figure to bound two countries together. 
and Consort Jia was trying to help in her word Muzu, her family country, and or, to help the prince. Yeah, she's in love with the prince from Chosen. She doesn't like the emperor. Another consort who don't fall in love with the emperor. In order to help the prince to become the king. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she chose to marry Emperor Qianlong. Yeah. So sad. Another lover couldn't be together. Yeah, just like a tool for the political vibe. Those concubines are just like normal for Qianlong. But the third one, she's from Hanbu. I searched it up. Hanbu is Xinjiang. Xinjiang? Mm. Does she have a European look? Ah, uh, not in the drama. Not really. She's quite pretty though. Yeah, yeah she's really pretty. Her name is Han Xiangjian, and she got a name of Rong when she becomes a concubine, so consort Rong. Mm, I thought her name would be concubine Xiang. Concubine Rong, she actually has a fiancé, but the, the emperor from Xinjiang, in order to make Qianlong happy, the emperor from Xinjiang gave concubine Rong to Qianlong as a present. Okay. Concubine Rong was so sad. Yeah. She has to leave her home and her fiancé. As the emperor of Qing dynasty, Qianlong was like crazy about concubine Rong. He even built a palace for her and wear the clothes from Hanbu, from Xinjiang. It's kind of like you got the Queen Elizabeth wearing a kimono in British. Hey-ya. How about Rui? That's your childhood sweetheart. Where do you put her as? Qianlong was saying that Rui, I know you can understand me. Even we loved each other when we were young. But I think Han Xiangjian, concubine Rong, makes me feel in love again, even I'm in my middle of age. And I think this is a gift from the heaven and blah 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 and talking bullshit and it's like Oh, I have to be together with her. I'll do everything I can to please her. Just not to let her go back to Xinjiang. And he actually grounded her in the palace. I was like, oh, so angry. Mm, what a jerk. Yeah. And But, but for Qianlong himself, he has a daughter with his first empress. Her name was He Jing. Hejin, yeah. Yeah, Hejin princess married to a Mongol prince. That's the emperor's only daughter. Yeah, and she was kind of spoiled by the mother. Yeah. She was like, yeah. looked down on all the imperial concubines. Yeah, yeah. No one really likes her. Uh, the empress likes her, of course. Oh, and Qianlong, the emperor, he really likes her. Qianlong never think in um, a father's place when he faced to Han Xiangjian. No, he's just a playboy. He wants all women around the world. When the Mongol prince died, Qianlong was like, I want my daughter back! I will give her everything I can. I don't want her leaving Mongolia and blah blah blah. And he rounded yeah. concubine Rong at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's the emperor. So that's why Rui was so mad at him. And then finally, cut her hair off. Oh, I watched that scene. Even though like I'm not up to it that yet. But I watched that clip. It's so heartbreaking. Why is hair so important? In the drama, Rui cut her hair showing that the death of her marriage yep, yep. and tell the fact that she's no longer wishes to remain Chen Long's wife. And basically, 
because Qing Dynasty is built up by Manchus. Mm -hmm. So in Manchus, thought here is as important as every other body part. Yeah, it's because your hair is coming from your parents. There is something like that, right? Meaning hurting your body? Yeah, kind of. Because for Manchu women, they only cut their hair twice. Especially what? in the palace, is when the husband died, they cut their hair. The husband died? Oh. oh. oh what's the same? Or the, so in the palace, when the emperor's mother died, if Zhen Huan died, whatever reason she cutting her hair is, it's kind of like cursing the death of the emperor or the emperor's mom. Oh, okay. So only the only when the emperor or the emperor's mom dies, Rui can cut her hair. I see. So that means that shows your loyalty to your family and your devotion to your family. Yeah. Going back to the Mulan concepts again. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch the Mulan. <laughs> Don't waste your money. <laughs> Well, watch the animation version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watch Rui instead to understand real Chinese culture. So, have you heard about the Chinese saying that 身体发福受之父母? I think I've heard the first two. Like, 身体发福受之父母. What does so that mean? So, 身体 means um, our body. Mm -hmm. um, is like hair and skin. And 受之父母 is like given by our parents. So altogether that means we are given our body skin and hair from our parents. Uh, so that yeah, yeah. So that's why we couldn't cut it because cutting it means we're not devotion. We are not we are not doing our duty of honoring the family, honoring the parents. Yeah, Chinese parental respection. Xiao, the idea of xiao comes back. What's the other two? 不敢毁伤. So 不敢毁伤 is like, we ought not to damage. Yep. And 孝至实也. 孝 is like 孝, the Chinese parental respecting. 至实 is like the duty. Mm -hmm. We ought not to damage your skin, body, and hair. And this idea is the quickness of the final duty. Okay, yeah, we get that. We get that. So yeah, this is how much Chinese people put xiao as the primary principle for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I think in the old time, sometimes cutting hair is used as a punishment. Mm, why? It's as serious as cut your head off. Oh, are you really? Like cutting your hair means cutting your head. Two totally different things. Yeah, but there was a story in the old old time, Emperor Cao Cao, he did something wrong and he was meant to kill himself Yeah. to punish himself to give a answer to his soldier, something like that. Mm -hmm. And instead, instead, when he was about to wave the sword on his neck, his soldier was like, oh, please don't because we need you as our leader. Yeah. So yeah. he only cut his hair off, uh -huh. bury it in a grave thing. Uh -huh. And the soldier was so moved by his action, the soldier was like, we will follow you until you die. So another thing, Rui cut her hair. Have you heard about the word fa qi? Oh, fa qi. Mm. Fa qi mean like literal meaning is hair wife. Yeah, hair wife. So culturally, we called a couple called jie fa fu qi. Yeah, jie fa fu qi. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't mean that their hair is tied together. So, and then and they have a connection. The official wives and husband. Yeah, it's kind of like a venter. Remember, like they tie their hair together. I was, I was going to say. 
In the old time China, they actually lock their hair together, like to symbolize oh, really? the bond oh. of marriage. Oh. That's kind of romantic. I would love to tie my hair with my future husband, and we walk in together to the to the ceremony venue. That's that's kind of cute. So who in this drama? Who is Qianlong's Fati? Qianlong only described Langhua, so his first wife as Fati. What about his second? Second. Ruyi. Second is like step empress. So does Fati only means your first marriage? The oh. first proper marriage. Oh, okay. Your second marriage doesn't count. Yeah. Qianlong. Because I think for, for Asian time China, they never divorce. They don't. Except emperor. They only married one proper wife yeah yeah so even they allow to marry four three concubines but still you only have one wife yeah, in the yeah. house i know so many old couples like i know they don't match like in modern times they wouldn't be a couple at all or they wouldn't be in a relationship but because they do set up marriages that's how they meet and then that's how they go through this 40 years of marriage i I kind of feel it's pain to live with someone that you probably don't like. There's another saying in Ch yeah yeah, and but there's another saying in Chinese is 日久生情. It's like you probably don't like her or he at first sight or when you guys first meet, but after living with this person for days for years, you can actually develop an affection towards him or her. Yeah, normally people can be together. You think? Because some lovers, even they love each other so much, they cannot last for long because they have high expectations. Yeah, but if you're living with someone that you guys don't have common topics, how, what are you gonna do? Maybe they can learn a new habit together. Yeah, they can, but just a bit hard, a bit difficult to do that. Anyway. In the old time, um, people marry only one proper wife. And some well powerful family they can marry with two or three other concubines. And do you know what kind of family are uh, powerful in Qing Dynasty? The royal family. Yeah, the royal family and the eight banners. Have you heard about that? Ah, oh, okay. Yes, briefly, only a touch. Yeah. So the eight banners is start from the Qing Dynasty. They were soldiers at the beginning. Yep. Soldiers, uh huh. It's kind of a rank outside of the palace, and for the eight banners, they serve the emperor by generations. Oh, so they exist to serve the royal family. They need to fight. If the family has a daughter, and the daughter should go to the palace selection. Oh, okay. That's a bit cruel. And um, how powerful the family is, it will directly determine the position of the daughter in the palace, like consort guard. Oh uh, yeah. So many reasons for consort guard to become noble consort is because his dad is powerful. Yeah, exactly. And in the palace, a lower rank family's daughter can only be the servants, like consort Ling. Mm -hmm. But just like you said, consort Ling, she's a consort. At the beginning, she was a servant. Yeah, 
in the beginning she is, and in the end she actually can become a consort. Yeah, by her own efforts, little tricks. Yeah, yeah, and you have Fu Cha. She can't become the maid or the servant at all, just because where she's from. And the mid rank, so they can be either concubines, like a second class attendant, first class attendant, or the maid, like Aru. Ah, that really makes sense. Yeah, it's going to be so complicated. High rank, high rank. It's like Fu Cha, like automatic. Yeah, the Empress or like a Rui. They are in the high rank. Or the Mongolia. Ah. Yeah. Knowledge absorbed. So the daughter from low rank family or some of the daughter from mid rank family, they can be sold to another family as a maid or a servant. So it's kind of sad mm. if the girl is from a mid or low rank family. Mm. Hashtag gender equality. Again and again. <laughs> I know. We've been repeating gender equality from our first show. And we don't miss it. Yeah. So yeah. So for the family, the top banner is being a part of the eight banners. Yeah. I was gonna ask, how do you become a top banner? But I don't think there's an answer to that. It really depends on the emperor. Yeah, the emperor. Like if his, you can, you become, can become the top. You can be yeah. one of the eight banners, but if he's not happy, he can punish you, and it might affect the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. When when he punishes you, your entire family could be wiped out. Yeah. It's it's called Zhu Jiu Zhu. That's what the concubine always say, right? Like I know that you want to be alive. Isn't it true that you'd rather keep your family alive? It, yeah, true. It, it just threatens them to work for the concubine. Yeah, like to use a maid or a servant in a palace is so easy because they can they have all the information of their family. Hmm, true. And especially when it comes to the royal doctors, it's like you have to keep my baby through whatever means, whatever Chinese herb you use. Just you know, keep my baby, or your entire family can be wiped out. Yeah, and try to kill other concubines、mm, through the Chinese herbs, invisible way. Yeah, yeah. The、okay. use of Chinese herbal medicine in this drama and all the other Chinese palace drama.、Mm-hmm. Talking about this Chinese herbs, it, it's a big topic. Yeah. So, what's your thought on that? On what? On Chinese herbal medicine. Do you think is? If you catch a cold, would you go to the Chinese herbal medicine? Personally, I wouldn't. Personally, I would just have I don't know. I would just drink more water. Panadol. <laughs> drink, more hot, drink more hot water. Um, Panadol is a bit too strong. The best way. Hot water. Yeah, best way to have hot water. I think hot water is a concept of Chinese kind of thing, right?、Mm, kind of, yeah. Because only Chinese people drink hot water. Yeah,、well, yeah. We、Asians、talked about that in our second、water. first episode. Yeah, so kind quite Chinese, or or you know,、um, some people tell me like some other people tell me they actually knows that drinking hot water will help you to get through your cold. But they don't drink water; they drink soup instead or, or hot, hot tea. tea. Yeah,、mm-hmm. like something hot. Yeah, something warm to warm you up, so to defeat the cold. So I think how Chinese herbal medicine works is kind of using、it's、the kind of, idea、yeah. of yin and yang. Yep. What, What is yang? Yang means positive, and yin means negative, and sometimes yang can be hot, yin can be cold. So I think the idea of energy, like when You're getting cold. You need something warm. So、mm-hmm. it's like the, so balancing the force of energy. Yeah, or like males and females. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like males often often represent yang, 
whereas females often represent a yin. Mm-hmm. It's like electrons, negative and positive. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So I think Chinese medicine are quite mystery. Yeah, yeah. They use herbs, minerals, or animals. Some of them use the skin of snake, like that kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah. But from my understanding, it's like the chemical ingredients. Like when you have the normal medicine, you got like the chemicals like formed in the laboratory, right? Chinese medicine, they just they might just use the chemical which from the herbs, but not purified it. Mm -hmm. So just use the plants or the mineral directly and boil it. So. It's less toxic, but it takes a longer time to make the patient recover. Or if you're going to poisoning someone, it takes a longer time. Yeah. So if you don't understand why those herbs or um this food work, just think about some mushrooms or the raw beans can be poisoning, like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, mushrooms. Mm. Yeah. Some mushrooms are like quite beautiful, but poisoning. So I think that might be why, because. I'm not a Chinese doctor, so <laughs> I cannot say how it works, and I cannot say why does it work either. Yeah, but many people they don't believe Chinese uh, traditional doctors, like they don't tra- believe Chinese traditional medicines. But when they go to see the doctors, it actually works. We don't know why, but it actually works. So whatever works that's good for your recovery i just have a suggestion if if you if you don't have some big problem or like something that the western medicine cannot fix just try not try the chinese herbal medicine it takes so bitter i just hated it when i was young it's like the mix of bitter and sour and spicy So it's like, it's the combination, the combination of all the bad flavors. And the color is normally brown or black. And yeah, but you can try the little little tablet, but never try the soup, <laughs> the liquid, no. Apparently, the bitter ones are the good ones. And that's how I'm trying to say, yeah. The bitter medicine is good. Yeah. And I think that's all for this episode. So in this episode, we talk about Qingmei Zhuma. But if you still remember that, that's green plums and hobby horse, meaning childhood sweethearts, just like Zhuyi and Hongli or Qianlong, Ruyi and Qianlong. We also talked about the concubines from all over the world, like from the concubines from Korea, Chosen, concubines from Mongolia, and the concubines from Xinjiang. Well, even though that's part of China, but they don't share the same culture. Yeah, back to that time. They don't share the same culture. We also talked about why here matters. Some. Some people might have misunderstood my pronunciation, but why Ruiz here matters, and why when she cuts her hair, she actually saying goodbye to her marriage, and also uh, when you lock husbands here to wives here, actually wishing them to have a good relationship here, couple like the bonding of the marriage. Yeah. Also, we did talk a little bit about the eight banners. These are the these are the royal servants, royal family, the ministries. Like the important people are selected from the eight banners. Finally, we we shared about the Chinese herbal medicines, and also we talked about we kind of share you our understanding. That's only our understanding. 
about how traditional Chinese medicine works. Don't take it as the real information. Do your research if you really want to try out the Chinese medicines. So, Ijo, this is my chance to ask you this question. What do you right. think? What's the flavor of these two episodes? Right. I think for this episode, I'll say green plums. Green plums? That's a sweet one. Yeah, because Qianlong and Ruyi were childhood sweethearts. And as green plums doesn't taste sweet, it's kind of sourish. So at the end of the story, the marriage was not good. And it ended up with Ruyi cuts her hair. So it's kind of sour. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This drama has a sad undertone. I think the sour accurately represents it. Green plum, that's a good one. And I think that's all for today. Hope you enjoy this episode. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.